0: Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200mg at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Only on Sports Radio 92.7 FM WFNZ. Straight five this is the Wes and Walker Show.
1: Even the crowd knows what's coming next.
0: Happy Monday to you. Welcome to the Wes and Walker Show. Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ. We are with you. For the next three hours, and you can always share your thoughts and comments on the text line. The number to dial or text, I should say, is 704 570 9610. Again, the number 704 570 9610. Great weekend. Hopefully, everybody else had a good weekend. We also have a great week in store for you, not only because we're going to give you the same old shenanigans that Wesson Walker always brings you, we got Shroppy on the board for the next six days. So he even gives us one to boot on Monday because the one, the only Fiddy will be taking over for Smoke as he is doing the beach vacation. Shroppy here with us. Fiddy working with Kyle. Shroppy, how are
2: you feeling today? I'm good. I'm excited. This is, is going to be a really fun week. Uh, can't wait to spend it with you guys. <laughs>
1: That's what's up. It's it's a I'm professional excited for answer. Him
2: too. That's a professional yeah, answer.
1: You know, he, he's got to learn the flow at first. He's just trying to you know feel his way in like mm-hmm. a young man of his age should and then once he feels good and comfortable then he'll probably start talking that yang yang
0: I think Shroppy just went you know we just got to take it one game at a time yep. you know just continue to focus on the goal at hand and uh you know we'll see what happens but that's don't want exactly to make any don't want to make any predictions but as long as we focus on one show at a time I think we'll come out strong yep I think that's, that's that. what's going to happen good
1: canned answer uh your 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 PR team gives you and all the good coaches. <laughs> so he sounds well polished right now.
0: I will say he also said he was a little nervous, but mostly he's just excited. And he's got some experience under his belt. So does. Does expect good things from him. So Shroppy's going to do a great job. We've got a little bit of a different flash for you. No more fitty flash this week. That will come back next week at some point. We got a little something else for you because Shroppy is on the board. So we'll give you that a little bit later on in the show. We've got lots to get to, including a birthday celebration. Where I was act- <laughs> I wasn't acting soft this weekend. You are not. Let's dive Damn. right in. Mm. Shroppy, new bus driver, pull up to the scene, open up the doors, let's get off the bus. We got the young boy at the wheel.
1: We look good getting off the bus.
3: I got something to say. Damn.
0: Happy early birthday. We could have a couple birthday celebrations for Wes on this show. Yeah. We celebrated this weekend. And I'll tell you the story of how I was involved with this entire weekend. Yeah. Because a couple of weeks ago, I hope I'm not adding anything else. It's no. like we, we know what happened. Let's go. A couple of weeks ago, Wes's girlfriend reached out to me and said, hey, I'm planning a surprise birthday celebration for Wes. Obviously, don't tell. But this is what i'm thinking and then so we went back and forth on plans and we figured out what we were going to do and then as west soon found out A little bit later, they were going to be going to Uptown and celebrating going to dinner and then going out for drinks and just doing the Uptown thing. Before they actually did those plans, Wes went into the Three Kings group chat with me (laughs) and Fitty, and he said, hey, I know it's super short notice, but if y'all want to come out and hang, that'd be cool. We're going to be in Uptown. Just let me know, and then I'll let you guys know where we are. Well, I didn't want to text him because I didn't want to give a tipping hand one way or the other. Yeah. I was kind of panicking. I was like, look, I don't want to say, hey, I'm out of town. I can't do it. I didn't want to say, hey, maybe I can join you guys later and then meet you unexpectedly. So I just decided I'll let Wes think I'm cold for a couple of hours yeah, and then show up. Yeah, you did me? I yeah. did. I did you cold, <laughs> but then I showed up. <laughs> Fiddy just didn't text back. Yeah, I know, man. I don't know and, where Fiddy is. he's going to
1: get it. He's going to get it when he comes
0: back. And and I would normally feel bad for him, but you know, in the reverse, Fiddy would destroy oh, both, us. Destroy both of us. Oh, God. Destroy both of us. We
1: birthday. We never hit the end of it. You know, we, we get flack from him from all types of stuff, man. And so when you can't... I I had an idea she might do something like that because to further elaborate, she actually blindfolded me. And uh, get your minds out of the gutter, people. But when we were going where we were going on Saturday, (laughs) she said, you can't... She was like, meet me back at the house at 2 o'clock. You can't be here until 2. So I thought she was going to do something to to the place, to her place. And then... I was like, all right, well, And then she was trying to throw me off. She said all types of stuff, like bring swim trunks and stuff like that this (laughs) week. She had you guessing all sorts of stuff. So I was like, she's taking me to Wet n' Wild? I was like, are we going to a hotel that's got a rooftop or something? I'm like, where are we going?
0: (laughs) A water park.
1: (laughs) Especially when she uh, put the blindfold on me. She was like, we're going to be riding for a while. So I was like, I really did think we were going to Wet n' Wild. I was like, is that (laughs) where we're going? (laughs) Or winds or something. And so... um, then we got in the room. I thought it was gonna be some type of deal with the blindfold on, where everybody's gonna be like surprise. Yeah, you know yeah, yeah. Sense? I thought it was gonna be like that, and then we came in. So once we went out and ate, and then we went to the second place. We went. I look around the corner, my dog walked, and then he was he was so smooth with it. He was he peeked around the corner at me, shot me the finger good. Yeah, he was like, "What up?" I was like, "Oh man!" Because at first, when you didn't respond, I was like,
0: "Dang!" I, said, I "Guess you just got a professional relationship." <laughs> it then. was cold. I felt bad for a couple of hours. I was like, "Yo, I don't know what to do because I don't want to tip my hand that I'm going to be out. I don't want to be so cold that yeah. hey, I'm out of town. I'm not going to be able to make yeah. it." And so I was like, "I got to go dark for a couple of hours." It's all I'm good, sorry, man. And we I, we I, had a good time eating fries and.
1: What's that place called again? Sophia's Shelley's Lounge. Lounge.
0: Sophia. Sophia's Lounge, yes. And yeah, you're right. I may have got a drink called Lady in Waiting the yeah. first couple of I times. I didn't even hear that. That's okay. But you know what else I did? I got the old-fashioned, drank some brown liquor. That's right. That's for the text line that clowned me for not drinking any brown And the picture
1: liquor. is on the Wesson Walker Twitter if you missed it because it was posted Saturday. It was one of those things where, you know, you get nice. You're starting to feel the the... The, the great vibes of the evening. and West I'm like, called i called it G'd
0: this? Up from the Feed Up. G'd Up from the Feed <laughs> Up.
1: And I said, should I post this or what? Walker gave you the yeah. first pose. So we've got that going. Uh, you can check out the reel on my uh, Instagram page. My girl, of course, she made a reel. So got that on Wes Brian underscore 72. It was a lit weekend. It
0: was, it was a lot of fun. And, and by the way, smart. you speaking of lit, man, West. Wes was feeling it rolling in. And I do not <laughs> want to paint a picture that Wes was crazy drunk, belligerent, not whatsoever. I do know that Wes was vibing. Yeah. That's that's like the perfect level where you know somebody exactly. is so happy. He's happy with everybody. He's not talking crazy amounts. He's just chilling. He's happy that you're there. I'm telling you right yes. now, as far as a tipsy or a buzz, Wes, you might call him, Yeah, dude is exactly the perfect attitude that you want from anybody at that level. I it love was so you much said fun.
1: feeling the vibes. And, and I had to say to you and uh, Olivia, I was glad y'all were there about three or four times in the oh, first yeah. five minutes. You're you're, you're I was, extremely I was appreciative. You're appreciative. Yeah, I was excited. That's so, so yeah. me too. It's like yeah.
0: the love you, man, but not overt. We're not like <laughs> crying, Sharon Fields, yeah, but like, yeah, man, yeah. love that you came out. Really yeah. appreciate that. So, so. I you know it's real. Right oh, dude. Yeah, yeah Shroppy knows. I was
1: excited, man. So then we, we, um, uh, we we did that stuff and then like I said just talking some more of the homies came out man but it was just
0: rolls deep with the football players like totally that stereotype <laughs> it was doxy <laughs> it was, was, jo- was doxy so here I am scrawny white guy that's trying to figure out how he can put on some muscle in the last two months and then you got dudes rolling in their cut. Where are they from? <laughs> playing wide receiver at Oklahoma. <laughs> playing wide receiver with Chris Leake as his quarterback. Going for 1,200 yards, receiving, catching 16. touchdowns in the city. Six, I'm sorry, 16 touchdowns. Yes. <laughs> Rolling deep and everybody's – and it was fun. It was a lot of yeah, fun. Yeah, man. So we and can you drop a job, too, Walker. You play high school basketball. Well, not on the same oh, level. Man. But, yes, I did play some high school basketball. We got into some NBA playoffs dis- – or not NBA playoffs, excuse me. High school state playoff discussion, whether oh, it yeah. be football, whether it be basketball. Basketball. That would be a fun text for the text line. What's your favorite state playoff moment? Did you get there? How close did you get? How devastating was, was the loss? How satisfying <laughs> was the win? We can get to that on the text line 704-570-9610 and talk a little bit more about that after the break. We do have some more birthday celebration this week because it's tomorrow, so we'll celebrate it there as well. Did want to update everybody on the Charlotte Hornets workouts this weekend because it's going crazy, right? You had the Thompson twins worked out Thursday i believe jake fisher when we had him on friday said they were in thursday possibly their friday as well it was reported that scoot henderson worked out with the team yesterday but we never got a video we never got a video about the thompson twins and if it holds up West with the reported workout for Brandon Miller on Tuesday, we didn't get a video or any confirmation then either. We did for the second round picks. We kind of hypothesized that we might get a lot of the gassed up convo with the top number 2 overall prospects. Yeah. We ain't getting it. What do you make of the Hornets seemingly being quiet about the guys that are clearly going to be in play at number two.
1: Yeah, it's funny you say that because Portland put out the video of Scoot Henderson working out, and so you got to see those things. And so the Hornets, now that you bring that up, they've kind of been notorious with that. You rarely get to see top prospects Uh, highlight videos, I guess you could say, during Hornets workouts. So, we haven't seen any of the guys. We haven't heard anything, any type of buzz. So, it is interesting, and maybe the Hornets like it that way. I mean, they do a good job. One thing I have to give them, they're almost New England Patriot-like when it comes (laughs) to uh, keeping workouts and things on the
0: hush-hush. Hopefully they're Patriot-like in the postseason at some point. This is true. That would be fantastic. They're polar opposites there. Would like to see some of the hype video, and it is a real dichotomy with the way that Charlotte has handled this and Portland as far as the Scoot Henderson-specific workout. Because when Scoot Henderson was working with the Trailblazers, they were putting out the hype video everybody was talking excited about what he was doing dunking on dudes well not really it's mostly coaching staff members and so i even me the scoot hype fan himself i don't want to go too crazy with the workout video but it was an intriguing one he hit four three-pointers in a row that they showed at least who knows what he was doing afterwards right it was all to celebrate the workout hornets not doing that and the hornets have more leverage because they simply have a higher draft pick than what portland does right even with us talking a little bit more about some of these teams that hold information so close to the vest without seemingly a benefit because of it, maybe if you're the Hornets, you try to angle this with some kind of trade down scenario. But ultimately I don't want them to trade down. I would like them to trade yeah, they for they need to stay where they are and take Scoot or Brandon if you think he's the best player, instead of trading down because you like Amen or Asar Thompson and then you trade with the Houston Rockets, who I think from what reports suggest they are very interested in scoot and he would make a lot of sense with that organization so will he see how all of that goes what's the anticipation like for this brandon miller workout even if we don't get any confirmation any video about brandon wes we're 10 days out of the nba draft right now it's sneaking up on us what do you think is going to come about tomorrow
1: i think the thing is for him i feel like that well it's tough to say if the hornets are leaning that way but if you go off What a lot of people say, you hear a lot of reports that the Hornets are leaning towards this. So I look at this as an opportunity for him to close things. Is he going to be that type of guy? Does he come in with the mentality that, okay, this is why I'm the number two pick. After today, you will not think about any other player but me as the guy. And so that's what I think is what I would be looking forward to is to see. Is he going to come in and just leave no doubt that he is the guy that should be taken at number two
0: yeah i think there this is a big one i think the scoot henderson workout as much as i love him as much as it's been obvious how much i love him i'd still put more stock into opinions being swayed more with the brandon miller workout because scoot is such a workout guy anyway right like, we know what he can bring in an empty gym. We know what he can bring competitively. He's yeah. the one that is tabbed most with having the dog in him that the x rays show. Brandon Miller. I see a lot of competitiveness with him. I don't want to get it too twisted with him either, right? Like I am not here to down Brandon Miller and his competitiveness. Like he will showcase a lot of that when you start to watch the film, watch him at Alabama as well. But Scoot is kind of in a different world when it comes to being vocal with it come when it comes to him, how much confidence he has. Well, Brandon Miller impressed quite a bit in the workouts that Mitch Kupchak will host with some of these other teams. That's what's going to be really interesting. It's Wes and Walker in full force. We got Shroppy on the ones and twos. It's going to be a lot of fun. And Casey Steve, he wrote in an interesting text, Wes. He said, update, Wake Forest baseball just scored again. We'll talk plenty about that a little bit later on in the hour. We'll also get to some Carolina Panthers conversation. I do want to know your favorite state playoff game memory your favorite state playoff tournament memory that you had in high school, 704-570-9610. We'll get to all of that coming up after the break. Wesson Walker, Sports Radio, 92.7 WFNZ. Welcome back to Wes and Walker on Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ. Appreciate everybody hopping on with us today again with you until 3 p.m. Told you the text line number 704-570-9610. We got a lot of questions rolling in. We do have a Monday mailbag coming up for you at 145. So maybe we save some of these. If we do not read your text message, just continue. To listen to the show, one because we want to entertain, and also because we want to answer your questions. Maybe at 1:45 during the Monday mailbag segment, we got some Hornet stuff to get to. We have some state playoff conversation. Vin Greasy, he wrote in this, showing my age, but in 1988, first round state playoffs hit a grand slam at. Looking for this a little bit at Erica. For East Rutherford High School in top of the 7th to put a nail in it. Dead center field, 355. Cleared it with some authority. Fantastic playoff memory. What's your favorite state playoff memory that you have, Wes? Because I know you got some.
1: Well, the one playoff game that uh, well, one of two playoff games that I played in that was the same season was when we played at AC Reynolds, I think I told you about this uh, at the party, but just how we, you know, it was so cool, man. We got sweatsuits for that week that were new and riding up to Asheville uh, on the bus. And I told you how I listened to the Black Star album the whole time up there and uh, playing in that picturesque stadium because mm-hmm. it was surrounded by mountains. Uh, you couldn't see it once the once darkness set in. But when we were out there, when it was still kind of light outside, it was cool. We were a second-year school, second-year program. And the game went all the way to the wire. We had to make a two-point conversion late in the game. Wow. Yeah, we had to make a two point and as a matter of fact, it happened right behind me. Like I could tell like my guy that I was blocking, he was starting to shift and, and trying to get by me. I see our wide receiver running like right in front of me, and he puts his hands up and catches the ball and we get the two. Well they drive down, kick a field goal that could have won the game, but they missed it. And so uh they lost <laughs> the game. Yeah
0: and we won. Um I had a close game too. We always had to battle damn mountain schools, which all they did was play basketball. <laughs> I can man. see that. Well, and plus we, we weren't, we had back-to-back winning seasons at Bunker Hill, Crib, Catawba County represent. We had back-to-back winning seasons for the first time in school history okay. since the late 80s. Flex on them. That, that was our claim to fame. Yes. Winning seasons by a few games. That's my flex just hey. to let everybody know. So then we would have to take the bus. Twice to Mount Heritage, my sophomore and senior year. Mm. And then once to West Stokes, my junior year. And West Stokes was the season where it looked like we could actually pull an upset. And we get to overtime because my shooting guard, he hit a three to send it into overtime. It was one of those last second shots. Ridiculous. Like Steph Curry, not not half court range, but definitely Steph Curry range. Nails it. We go into overtime. We get beat by these damn mountain dudes, and then Mount Heritage. My senior year, we went up against a guy. I wonder if he's out there still. John Cannon, some six okay. ten. He sounds like a. Baller. Oh yeah, John yeah. Well, he Cannon. was he he was a six eleven, like close to seven foot shooter. Uh-huh. And so you didn't really have those in high school. Tallest and most skilled player I ever went against. Got in foul trouble because I was trying to do the only thing I could. Right, like picture PJ Tucker guarding centers. That's what I was trying to roll with. Just get leverage. Make it hard on you. We're down five in the first half. Get in foul trouble. Second half, Mount Heritage puts a hurting on us. And then we lose in the first round once again. Yeah, and we need
1: to tell them how we got on this conversation because at the party, again, Walker and I were talking about our girlfriend's athletic prowess. Yes. Walker's girlfriend is a state champion tennis player. As, yeah, three times as a freshman. My girlfriend was a collegiate bowler on scholarship. I told you how she gives it up. We hit, what, seven, eight strikes when we went bowling. (laughs) And they just, like, downplay it. Like, they're like, oh, you know, we don't really, it's it's not a big deal. And so walking out, like, are you serious? I thought I said I would have given my right arm for a state championship ring in high school. And this is how we got On the whole debate, there's nothing like high school playoff games. The feeling, the vibe, just everything that goes with it. And they're just like, oh, well, you know.
0: I've known my girlfriend (laughs) for three years. We've been dating for two. I didn't realize until basically a year ago in some long trip up to Boone where she just laissez-faire mentions in a conversation. Yeah, I won the state title in tennis. I realized that she won (laughs) two. She didn't tell me that she won a third until this weekend. I didn't know she had three. She doesn't tell. So another individual ring she got? No, what team? Two, two team state titles where she was the number two or three state. Right, seed that's what I'm saying. For a, for a loaded squad. Yeah. She won doubles freshman year, and so she has three state title rings. Your girlfriend got a full ride. I'm not trying to put the business out there because yeah. it's it's not that they're ashamed. They just like, eh, whatever. Yeah, and she won some Yo, type of state rings. bowler. She won some type of state bowler.
1: Of the year type of thing, too, when she was in high school. And they're like, oh, well, you know, we really don't talk is about
0: all, it. It is fantastic. What? And they downplay it because they don't care. And it's <laughs> like, yo, you realize a state title. I don't care. I'm putting that up. They don't care. She, My girlfriend decided to turn down the ring. Like, she didn't even want it. She's like, nah, you can have it. Like, I think she took one. And then was done with the rest of them. Three. If I had a high school
1: state championship ring, I'm probably wearing it at <laughs> least a couple times a year.
0: Shroppy, are we are, are we putting value in the wrong things? Are we <laughs> are we right? I, I just need somebody to back us up here because they were downplaying it. I need somebody to back us up like, yo, no. If I won a state title, if I won a championship, then I'd be flaunting that well into my 30s and 40s and 50s too.
2: Yeah. I mean, well, I I have a, a championship win. From my uh, from my high school days, Well so, what, what I'm about? What GTA? Vice <laughs> City. No, it was actually a hockey team, dude. Oh, I no wonder you're such a big hockey guy.
0: Yeah, I am starting to realize my place in the food chain of everybody here, because and anybody that I associate my life with. So right now, you know, if we want to count Fiddy's church league championships that he'll play out, I have Wes who went to Wake Forest. I have Shroppie with a state title. I have my girlfriend, Wes's girlfriend, both with state accomplishments. And here I am having back to back winning seasons <laughs> <laughs> as, as my accomplishment. Well,
1: listen, at least you went to the playoffs twice because uh, in middle school, I won one game mm-hmm. in two years. And then in high school, we were perennial underachievers after the second game. I think I, I mean, after the second season, I think I told you about that. And, and me and my mom were talking about this because she worked at Hopewell for a little bit. And one of the kids was saying how uh, upset he wanted to quit. Like he only won like one game or whatever. And I thought I said, but I think, too, losing when you're underachieving, like mediocrity is annoying, especially when you know how good you can be. Like if you're maximizing your talent and you, you know, are still six and five or whatever, that's fine. That's great. Which I'm sure probably your school, y'all were probably maximizing like what you guys had, right? So we it was do, yeah, more we're satisfying, 2A, real small. Yeah, yeah, it was more satisfying. But when you have a team like mine where we have talent all over the board 50, 60 D1 coaches coming in a month, number one quarterback, number one defensive back, you got me, our track team, we had three or four track All Americans, and you're winning six or seven games. It's, it's maddening mm-hmm. because you're like, we should be destroying people, but because you guys are committed, we're not winning enough. So, yeah, so, so take some pride in
0: that. Uh, nude Flounder wrote in, Walker, you took Charlotte to the Final Four in 1977. That can never be taken away from you. That's yes, right. You, you got that? Hold on to that. <laughs> yes, the write-up. And Jason Barrett, after we got the job, it was that I was a Charlotte 49er <laughs> basketball player, and uh, now I've led them to a 77 yeah. Final Four. I've led them to winning records in the past. So, yes, I appreciate that accomplishment. We got a lot more state titles, state playoff memories to get to a little bit later. I've uh, tried to uh, bookmark all of So I can go back and we can reference them a little bit later on. I do want to get to the best matchup for some of these players, some of the stars for the Carolina Panthers, because this is the series we've been rolling with. Mm -hmm. We've already taken care of Bryce Young. We gave you the most intriguing matchup for a Brian Byrne. Same thing with Derek Brown. Maybe not a star. Certainly used to be a star a few years back. But Adam Thielen who I still feel is going to be wide receiver one for this Carolina Panthers team. Maybe Chark ends up with more yards. I at least think at the beginning of the season, you're going to see the WR one attached to his name. And then maybe Chark passes him. Who knows? But most intriguing matchup, whether it be a telltale, this is what we can expect going forward whether this is just something intriguing about a homecoming with Minnesota. Like, there's plenty of games to choose from here. Wes, when you look at Adam Thielen's schedule, what is the game you look at and say, that's one that is going to catch my attention more than most?
1: Yeah, and I mean, you can look at a lot of games and say, especially straight out of the gate Atlanta, like, all right, game one, what are you going to give us, Adam? But I'm looking down the line at some of the tougher matchups he may have, and I'm looking right at week six, Miami. We know that they just traded for Jalen Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey is still uh, one of the top 10 corners in the league when you look at a lot of different metrics. And last year he had a 77.8 coverage grade according uh, to PFF. But that's going to be key because when you have those matchups like that, is this going to be a guy that Jalen Ramsey can just take out of the game and say, look, I got him because Adam Thielen, whether by age or skill level, whatever the case may be, that if he plays against a dominant corner, the Panthers can just count on not being able to have him that day. But when you look at some of the numbers and dig into them, His route wins, when you look at the season, he is number three in the NFL in total route wins. Uh, His route win rate is 46.5%, which puts him 15th. And his routes versus man... Uh, getting those wins, he's second in the league. I mean, it's surprising when you go check out some of these numbers, unless you know that he still got it. he still got it. Because I look at PlayerProfiler.com and they really dig into a lot of different metrics. It's a fantasy site, but it's also they give a lot of great stuff uh, when, when you look at what he was able to accomplish, and then you go look at some of his game logs and some of the better games that he's had, and they put the matchups on him because you look against a guy like a Sauce Gardner, he goes two for 27. Uh, but then you look at the targets as well, not getting as many, but like Isaiah Rogers, one of the better corners in the league. Now we know we got to keep him away from his phone in DraftKings. But four <laughs> targets, three, three catches, 41 yards, and he scores a touchdown in that game. So I'm looking at the Dolphins game, and I want to see in that game, does Jalen Ramsey just completely take him away from Bryce Young, cut that field in half where he's an afterthought on the day?
0: Well, and even if he's the guy – that is going to be matched up with Adam Thielen because, you know, yeah, we're going to be a l- close to the midway point of the season. At yeah, that, that's at, week six, right we're, before the bye. We're going to start to get some kind of sample size. It's yeah. probably not enough, but we're going to get some sample size as to what to expect from all these guys going forward. And things can change pretty dramatically at the midpoint of the season, too, especially with injuries. And maybe just we find out who Bryce Young has a connection with. You see some of these rookie QBs. You see any QB start to pick out their favorite target. Is that going to be Thielen because he's not running deep routes? Instead, he's staying within 15 yards of the line of scrimmage, and that is where Bryce Young is looking to throw to most? Or is he looking to challenge downfield on some play action? There's Chark open. Maybe you feel a little better with a bigger body. Terrace Marshall starting to improve. I am interested to see who the favorite target of Bryce Young is going to be because you have different playing styles. So I do like that matchup because as much as we've pointed to Miami quite a bit, not only are you going to have the Jalen Ramsey matchup, but also you got to keep up with that offense. And so I imagine they're going to throw quite a bit. So one, are you going to try to control the tempo by running the football over and over again? But we know Miami with Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddell can blow the top off immediately by scoring 14 points in six minutes. So it's like, all right, now we can't run it too much. we got to get going. I expect Bryce Young, at the end of the year, that game might be one of the most throwing attempts he will have achieved in a game.
1: That's an excellent point that you bring up, and I think that's why it is going to be more vital for Adam Thielen to live up to some of these numbers that I just ran off. Can you win some routes against Jalen Ramsey? Look, we're not looking for him to go out and have 10 catches for 240 yards, but is he going to be able to win when it counts? Is it going to be a third and eight and he can... Be able to shake off of Jalen Ramsey to get that important first down and keep the drive going because, as you said, hopefully those DBs can stay healthy, especially your corners, because you're going to need them because you definitely don't want to go into Miami. Even without a Dante Jackson, I know I've had my qualms with him, but with that speed element that he brings. And then J.C., you definitely don't want to go into Miami without those guys. Could be a shootout. You could find yourself down early. So that's going to be a game, as you said, Adam Thielen's going to have to come ready to go and maybe not necessarily make just huge plays all day, but make huge plays when they need it the most.
0: I'm going to take the easy way out and go with Minnesota. Okay. Different reason than you might might expect. Clearly you have the storyline leading up to this game that Adam Thielen – is going to face the only team he's ever played for outside of Carolina this year. That's going to be a major storyline. But also, remember how awful their defense was last year? Especially their pass defense. Didn't have anybody you could trust outside of Patrick Peterson, but there are easy ways to scheme away from him when you didn't have anybody else you were scared of. They also have Brian Flores as the director of their defense now. And Mita Kimes put this out last week about Minnesota's defense. She said last year, the Vikings played cover two... On over 32% of their dropbacks, first in the NFL. From 2019 to 2021, Flores, his Dolphins, they played the least amount of cover two in the entire NFL. It is going to be a dramatically different defense with what you have. Don't know how much they improve personnel-wise, but just scheme. You're going to have a dramatically different type of defense. So when we hear people talk about Adam Thielen, familiar with the organization, familiar with what he had been you know, with Minnesota for quite some time, you can use that to your advantage. Maybe not so much. And so when we're all looking for Thielen to just eat against a bad secondary last year with a defense that performs so poorly and that he knows the ins and outs, the last part isn't true anymore. He doesn't really know the ins and outs with Brian Flores being the director. And so I wonder if we go in expecting big time, a big time performance from him and then he puts up lackluster numbers. Maybe he does, but That's exactly what makes this so intriguing to me. What side of the fence is he going to be on? Is he going to be on the side that's lackluster production? Brian Flores really starts to take away that passing more so because you just don't know what to expect, or does Thielen still eat because there's just enough still within that organization that he knows about?
1: Yeah, and I think competitively, regardless, I know he's an NFL player. He's going to always come out and give his all, but just competitively, he's going to be at his apex that day, no matter what he says to you. The mentality, everything. They didn't want me anymore. This is the only franchise that I've known, and they kicked me to the curve. You know athletes like to work themselves up in all types of ways. How is he going to come out? He doesn't strike me as a guy that's going to be overly emotional, but I want to see, is he going to channel that into having a big game? Like, that's that's what you want to see. You bring this guy and he plays against his old team. You want to see him dominate. You know Bryce Young. You know this coaching staff is going to make sure that they're scheming him to be able to make plays in that game. He's going to be, in my opinion, their number one receiver anyway. So, is he going to come out and just have one of those games because they're going to set everything up for him to have one of those games. And I think that's something too, to let you know just where he's at just from a mentality standpoint, I think he's going to come out and have a really good game against this team. So uh, I think Adam Thielen should be in line to have a good year, especially when you look at some of these numbers. And I know he's a year older, but just the route wins, route win versus man. He's playing with the perfect quarterback that If you win your route, I think you're going to be rewarded with the football.
0: Yeah, 704 number rode in. Blood and guts. Am I right, Smitty? Yes, the infamous blood and guts game after Carolina (laughs) played Baltimore when Smitty had made that transition from Carolina to Baltimore. We can get something similar, hopefully, with Adam Thielen. All right, Alan Jackson. Sorry, we're not going to be playing you a whole lot this week. (laughs) No, it's all right to be itty-fitty. None of that. We got a different song for you because we got a different board op providing some updates. It's time now for the first time ever on Wes and Walker to shrop it like it's hot. <laughs> hey, go ahead, Shroppy. What kind of updates you got for us today?
2: All righty, guys. All right, so we're gonna start off with actually a little bit of racing across the pond over there in France. The 24 Hours of Le Mans just mm. finished up on Sunday, and Garage 56 hosted a NASCAR over there uh, for the first time in quite a long time. They competed pretty well. They were running uh, up in the 30th position until late in the race they had to replace a gearbox. They ended up finishing the race in 39th, but they still finished proving to all the Europeans that yes, we can turn right. So it was a uh, it was pretty pretty successful weekend. We had Jimmy Johnson over there setting you know the e old seven time. So it was pretty cool to see that NASCAR rumbling around the track. Uh, a lot of fans said that that was the only reason they stayed up throughout the night was because of that car going by. And uh, Ferrari took the overall victory for the first time since 1965.
0: Yeah, I was looking at it. It was the the last time they competed since 1973, at least just serving in that competition. Did you have any NASCAR experience over the weekend, cutting up some highlights? I know sometimes. (laughs) Or are you too busy birthday celebrating, which is completely fine?
1: Yeah, no doubt. I mean, I have not. uh, Like I said, I I no longer am an employer of Fox Sports, but definitely still try to keep up with NASCAR when I can. So, Mm I mean, it's pretty Pretty cool. There's nothing
0: more you could really say. Plus, is cool. At yeah, least we get no a Ferrari mention it. on this. All right, <laughs> right, that's the first time shropping it like it's hot. We're going to continue it throughout the week. People have been trying to come up with some shroppy segments, some yep. we can't roll with, some we can, and some we will emphasize as the week goes on. So stick around here on Weston Walker as we continue. Campus Corner coming up next. Where are we on Charlotte's head coaching search? And Wake Forest just continues to dominate every single person in their path. It's all coming up next on and Walker. You're listening to Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kiskali Ribocyclib 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kiskali is right for you.
1: Folks, but we're bringing the energy. I know how it is. The weekend was over, especially when you had a weekend like mine. And then you got to get back to the daily grind. It, it, doesn't that stink, though, man? When you have a great weekend like that, something planned. And then when you get to it, you're so excited. But then when it's over, it's like, the heck, oh, yeah. Back
0: to life. Huh? Well, it's it's the vacation effect, too. Yeah. When you come back, you just took this long week off. You're like, this ain't the Bahamas. Right. <laughs>
1: it's
0: real different. Exactly. you like, back
1: to life. But for now... We're going to go to the campus. Kona. All right, folks. I know you normally hear that music when it's college football season, but we're going to use this opportunity to talk about my school, the Demon Deacons. The Diamond Deeks, a.k.a. the X-Men, and how they are just out there just, oh, my lordy lord, the way they are beating the brakes off everybody. All right, let's get ready, because I'm about to give you the rundown, because we talked about in the rundown, did we see any cheeks in the armor? Not really. And I like the fact that they had to win a bit of a close game on Saturday with Alabama. And then Sunday, they just said to hell with it. We're just going (laughs) to beat the brakes off you and let you know you are not in our league at all. 22-5. to They hit nine home runs in this game, folks. It's a record for the College World Series, nine of them. My man Brock Wilkin became the ACC's all-time leading home run hitter. He had three of them in the game on Sunday alone. But they finished the regional and super regional rounds with a plus- 59-run differential. I know we talk about that a lot on the show with MLB. The highest of any team heading into Omaha for the tournament in NCAA history. As I said, Brock Wilkin now has 70 home runs. Their strikeout numbers from the pitching staff. Sixth in NCAA history in single-season strikeouts. Then for the 11th time this season and the third time in the last five games, they struck out 10 or more batters. And they just have been otherworldly. It's just not a lot you can say about them. They look as good as anybody going into this tournament. I saw the the not-so-intelligent guy. I think he is a Florida Gators reporter oh, or something okay. like that. that not-so-intelligent. Yeah, they said that the gate. I wanted to insult him worse, but I, I said I'm going to do the right thing mm-hmm. today.
0: I think it's the subtle hit, honestly, there. that's my, That might even be worse. Just like, matter of fact, not so intelligent. Yeah, this
1: guy says that Florida's the best remaining team in the tournament. I'm like, how in the world mm-hmm. can you watch Wake Forest? All of the numbers that they have in a conference that's one of the best. You talk about SEC, ACC, they run college baseball. You might have some Pac-12 teams that are pretty good. But ACC, SEC always have dominant teams. So it's not like they're playing in some league with a bunch of uh, teams that aren't very good. They're dominating really, really good teams. The pitching, like everything you could ask for from a team, it is there. Pitching staff, hitters, whole nine yards. What do you think
0: of what you saw from well, the Diamond D? I just want to go over their schedule real quickly. Yeah. So they did lose. They did lose to Miami on May 27th. It, it has happened before to Wake Forest, believe it or not. <laughs> they lost 7 to 2 May 27th in the ACC tournament. And then you go to the regionals. The Winston-Salem regional they hosted. 12 to nothing they beat George Mason. 21 to 6 they beat Maryland. 15 to 1 they beat George Mason again. They move on to the super regional. They beat Alabama 5-4. to Oh, close one, right? Maybe it happens again. Nah, 22-5. <laughs> they beat Alabama on their way to the college baseball world series for the first time. That program has experienced it since 1955. Yes, so, impressive run. And look, baseball's weird. This is a sport designed where you don't see the best team win every single season. It's actually kind of rare for you to see that as weird as that may sound it's not like basketball even football which you can go either way it's it's not like baseball to where it might even be rare to see the best team win it but boy if they continue to play like this I don't know how, how you see anybody beating them
1: yeah and I mean they did take the loss in the ACC tournament and I like the fact that's why I said on Saturday that they had a close game I enjoyed the fact that they had to gut out a win for once because, you know, the teams historically that always just run roughshod over everybody. When things get tight, things kind of don't go as normal. And so Sunday I'm watching the game. I think it was 4-3 to three or 5-3 to three or something. I'm like, okay, we might have another close game because Bama came out hitting two. They hit a couple of home runs early. So I was like, man, this might be a slugfest. And then Wake just went nuclear. So uh, shout out to them going down and playing in the tournament in Omaha. So we'll see how it goes this weekend. I'm super excited about that. And, Walt, Mm -hmm. where are we at? 49ers coaching search, the, the quest to replace Ron Sanchez. What's the latest on that?
0: Well, if you want to look at the odds, Ben McCollum, the head coach at Northwest Missouri State, he's got the best odds as of yesterday. Aaron Fern, the interim coach that was announced after Ron Sanchez left, he's got the second-best odds to become the, the next head coach. And then Cody Kimball, the assistant coach for Miami, has the third-best odds. The name I'm paying attention to, first and foremost, is the guy with the fourth-best fourth odds. That's Bart Lundy. He took over the job at Wisconsin-Milwaukee just last season. After what he did for Queens, before Grant Leonard took over, really set up Queens to make that jump to the Division One level. Handed the keys to Grant Leonard as Bart Lundy jumped for this opportunity. He had some experience up there before. He was an assistant at Marquette when your boy, Jimmy Butler, was there. So has some experience, still has that relationship with Jimmy Butler. He was exciting because Bart Lundy was there. That's what happened. As soon as Jimmy left without Bart Lundy, that's when he became a boring basketball player just making a couple of finals (laughs) being the best player. But this is the guy I want, Wes, and I I really trust Mike Hill quite a bit to make this hire. I love the process. No, the result didn't work out swimmingly with Will Healy, but you did get to your first ever bowl game in football. I liked the Biff Pogey hire. I liked at the time the hiring of Ron Sanchez. I do trust Mike Hill during this process. The reason I want to trust Bart Lundy with this job first and foremost, the guy knows the area. He calls this home. He got a lot of other offers, by the way. And maybe I maybe a lot is doing too much weight. I do know that there were multiple offers for Bart Lundy when he was at Queens to make that jump to the Division I level. And for so long, he didn't take it. All he did was rack up 30-win season after 30-win season. The winning was pretty out of control for him over there. and It was ridiculous getting to Final Four appearances, a lead aid doing a nice job in the NCAA tournament division two has guys that constantly play professionally overseas. And if that's not good enough for you, you also have guys like Sean Willett, Todd Withers, not only getting G league looks, but also Todd Withers got some run with Detroit, very minuscule, but Todd Withers, somebody that actually goes to the D two level can recruit with the best of them plays a nice brand of basketball where he embodies the new level. He is one that, welcomes the information that comes with analytics, getting the right shots, playing an exciting brand of basketball to where you, I I do think that is fun. At least you can have somebody come in with the aesthetics that are completely opposite with what Ron Sanchez coached with, right? Bringing that Virginia pack line defense, efficient offense, not having a big, uh, not having big numbers, the exact opposite of what Bart Lundy would bring. I understand that the buyout might be bigger for Bart Lundy. We'll see if Charlotte reportedly wanting to be a little cheaper on that front. You want to pitch in some chips? You can get creative. You can. (laughs) And yes, I am not going to be pitching in. Uh I don't have that kind of money. But you can be creative to work against that. I just think Bart Lundy, knowing the area, somebody that embraces the city of Charlotte, calls it home, has the winning track record. I know he only has been at Milwaukee for one season. But if he calls this place home, if he's turned the other jobs down before. Yeah, man, I really hope that Mike Hill is doing everything he can to exercise that option.
1: Now real quick, I know we're up against it, but what are your thoughts on Ben McCollum? Because yeah. this is a guy, he's got an 81% winning percentage for D two national championships since 2009. Would you be excited about that? What are your thoughts on him? If he is the guy, because he's the odds on favorite as of today.
0: Yeah. I mean, he's gone 130 and eight over the past four seasons with yeah. what you've seen him. So ridiculous talk about winning being out of control totally get that if you wanted to hire ben mccollum because of the track record that would make so much sense to me and i would i would welcome it i would welcome it with open arms it's just somebody i i think what would be the reason you would be a little bit
1: Local ties. Like if it came down to Lundy and him, what would be the reason you would not be excited about him over
0: Lundy? Oh no, I, I would be completely welcoming. If I if you're asking me the reason I have Bart Lundy over McCollum, okay. I think local ties matter. The okay. guy has shown that he can recruit the area at a crazy high level, get yeah. guys to G League opportunities, and continue to win thirty games after thirty game seasons. And so yeah, I, I would love Bart Lundy to come back.
1: All right. Well when we return on the and Walker show, we're gonna talk running backs, Miles Sanders. Was he really a really big signing? like Frank Reich said that and more. This is Weston Walker Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ.